On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three stocks I purchased this week. The first stock is going to be one that has dropped over 40% 40 from its all-time highs. It was a very big COVID play stock for 2020, but right now it is down from its all-time highs, and I do believe it has given me a great buying opportunity. The second is going to be a cybersecurity company, a market that I'm very, very bullish on. And the third is probably going to be one of my favorite stocks out in the market right now now so i'm adding into these three companies like always my name is jose naharo i am a self-taught investor who's been doing this for over six years now and if you want to learn more about becoming a better investor make sure to check out my patreon where i drop weekly educational videos we already finished the series of introduction to the financial statements and today i actually just finished the last episode of my advanced series to to the financial statements and for the upcoming weeks we'll be doing full analysis on companies perfect time for earnings coming up right now so definitely check that out if you're new to the channel make sure to hit the subscribe button the thumbs up it helps so much with the youtube algorithm and i truly truly appreciate it also you should see a link to all my socials down below where i post every time i buy and sell on my discord channel and like i said all of that is free to anybody that wants to join finally let's both get a free stock if you sign up in the Weeple and deposit 100 we both get a free stock so make sure the link should also be down below so let's get started all right so the first stock we're gonna take a look at is soon video this is ticker cm right now it's sitting at a price of 350 dollars, and it has a market cap of 100 billion dollars to say gonna see this company is generating crazy crazy amount of levels of cash and we're gonna see that in a bit but first let's take a look at the graphs in the past year zoom has done amazing for investors it has done over 381 percent but from its all-time highs of 568 dollars on october it is down about 38.5 percent right now losing more than one-third of its valuation in just a few months um so i do believe ever since we can see ever since probably early september the stock price hasn't really moved it's been very volatile but it's been very volatile around the range so for those that are not familiar with zoom you guys might know it for its main product and that's the meeting and chat so here is when you use it just for a video conference styles but they also have different solutions that some people might not know about the second one they have are like room zoom rooms and here they sell like hardware where you can kind of put and this is a perfect example they have in the background they sell the so hardware so you can make a conference room into a very big zoom room and it's very easy to integrate with other hardware as well you don't have to buy zoom's hardware to do this um, you can just pay for their services they also have phone systems um, virtual system phones um, which right now right obviously the stock did really well because of the COVID situation people working from home and i do believe their revenue is for the upcoming years is not going to be to the same level they saw this year but i still believe their revenue growth is going to continue to be strong definitely uh, what i consider a hyper growth stock anything over 30 percent so they have um zoom phone as well where you can easily integrate your zoom phone to video meetings and other forms of chats the final one that they have is also video webinars and here is where maybe you might be a form of speaker and you can use their webinars to kind of sell tickets to your shows and instead of having live meetings or live webinars or or live shows you can do a lot of the stuff 
to do some webinars. And one thing I did forget to mention in Rooms Workspace, you also have the integration to add like whiteboards that people can, if you have like a smart whiteboard, it can be integrated into Zoom so people in your Zoom videos can watch whatever you're writing on that whiteboard. So again, they have all types of solutions, not just your the only one many people hear about, which is that meetings and chat. One of the big growth things for Zoom right now is just the expansion of international growth. In quarter three, one of their biggest revenue growth was percentage-wise came from international growth. Um, but before we take a look at revenue growth, let's take a quick look at the charts. So we can see, right, Zoom right now uh, used to be pretty overextended from its moving averages, especially up here in its peak, but it has pulled back a nice amount. And right now it's actually sitting at its 200 EMA. And again, these are all three moving averages that I use. I am more of a long-term investor, so technicals are not something I really, really put on my top list to look at, but it's still something um, that I do believe is worthwhile looking. And right now, I don't see that it's overextended. Overall, we can see Zoom, unfortunately, is in a downtrend. Um, but for me, I do believe it is giving me a great buying opportunity. I'm not here trying to buy the bottom, but I do believe that these prices is going to give me great returns in the upcoming years. So now let's take a look at future growth. So Zoom is expected to grow 25.9% on average for the next three to five years. Again, this is a hyper growth stock for me. And we can see they are profitable already and they have amazing cash flow from operations. But how amazing are their past revenue growth? In the most recent quarter, their revenue growth 366%. The quarter before that was 355%. And the quarter before that was 169%. And these three quarters were obviously during COVID situation. But how was the revenue growth before COVID? Before COVID, they had 77.9% revenue growth, 84%. 95% and 103% for quarters that were not affected by COVID situation. So again, I don't believe we might see these high double, triple digits growth, but I do believe we'll see around 30, 40, 50% revenue growth for the upcoming quarters after vaccine, after people are coming back into work, because I do believe it's going to be very hard for companies to Stop using Zoom, right? It's not like, I'm not saying Zoom is holding them hostage, but once something gets integrated into a workplace, I do believe it's usually very, very hard for them to stop using it because they don't want to confuse their customers or their employees and like, hey, we're now going to start using a new service or we're going to stop using this service. Once employees use something and become familiarized with something, it's very hard for them to stop using it. And if it does, they're most likely going to complain to management. And next, I want to take a look at their profit margins. So gross margins have dropped for Zoom, and right now their gross margins are about 70%, but this is mainly to the, to the fact that they're now hitting the hardware side as well. So before they were only hitting the software side, now with them selling hardware products, that hardware products usually has weaker gross margin, but at the end of the day, it's kind of creating this ecosystem for Zoom. Um, but one thing I am liking is look, we can look at, we're looking at trailing 12 months profit margins right now, and they are improving dramatically. Again, right, COVID situation has definitely pushed them a bit, 
But we can see before COVID situation happened, before COVID-19, their margins, their profit margins were improving. Right now, in their most recent quarter, their trailing 12 profit margins were 21.7%. And not only do they have strong profit margins, what I'm really liking about this company is the cash flow that they have going on. So we can see as the revenue is decreasing, and again, we're taking a look at trailing 12 months. Right now, net cash flow from operations is growing dramatically compared to revenue. And if we take a look at trailing 12 months for this most recent quarter, revenue was 1.96 billion. Net cash flow from operations was 1.1 billion dollars. That is insane. Their operating cash flow margins are over 56%. This is just a cash making machine company. And what is there not to like? Who says it? Cash flow is king. And here we can see it with Zoom. Um, similar to free cash flow, free cash flow, they have margins of 53.15%. We're seeing improvements in that numerically wise. We're also seeing improvement margin wise. Um, so Zoom also has a very strong balance sheet. It has no debt whatsoever, and they have about $2 billion in cash. And right now, the main shareholder is their CEO, who is also the founder and owns about 15% of the business. I do believe the major risk for Zoom is obviously going to be continued news of the vaccines, the continued news of people going back to home, working in the office and it's going to see a slowdown in their revenue so revenue is no longer going to be this as strong as it was where we were seeing triple double digits 300 percent compared to the same time last year but at the end of the day this is money that's making that's making a lot of cash flow right now it has no debt they are expanding into international markets they're expanding into the hardware side and it seems like it's a company that's continuing to innovate um so i do believe there's still a bright future for me and soon but i do believe it will be very volatile in the upcoming months but i'm here looking for five-year returns in the next five years i do believe soon will do better for me than the overall market Next, the second company we're going to take a look at is Okta. This is ticker OKTA. This has a market cap of about $32.77 billion, and it has a price of $253. So Okta is a publicly traded identity and access management company based in San Francisco. It provides cloud software that helps companies manage and secure user authentication into modern applications and for developers to build identity controls into applications so let's say you know whenever you're trying to log into maybe some form of application in your phone and it asks for some form of authentication method those are they might not be powered by okta but that's kind of the solutions that they have or maybe if you work at whatever your job is and for you to sign in to your laptop or to your work computer you have to do some form of extra identity um, performance though things like that are, are solutions that okta does so like I mentioned, right now, it has a market cap of $332 billion. And I do believe as, I would consider this some form of cyber, I would consider, put it in the cybersecurity sector, even though it's more like an authentication for users and customers i still will kind of put it in that in that kind of sector and i do believe that sector is one that is going to continue to grow as the years progress right we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of applications being hacked we're, we're seeing a lot of internal cyber warfare and even though maybe they don't hit those markets directly the overall 
ability to keep your identity and your user safe um, is something that can be added within that sector. So in the past year, Okta has returned about 100% to investors. Great returns here, right? That is some strong numbers. But we can see from its all-time highs, it is down about 11%. And if I if I recall uh, if I recall correctly, this December 22nd high was I, I do believe something in the United States of some uh uh, we, we got hit with some form of cyber attack and we saw a lot of IT service managements that dealed with cybersecurity or, or user authentication. Um, stock prices tr- jump up dramatically. And I do believe that's why Okta hit those all time highs in this in late December. So now, like I mentioned, they have here, if you go to their website, Okta.com, they kind of show you how organizations use Okta. The first thing is workforce identity. So to protect and enable your employees, contractors, and partners, wherever they are, with some form of authentication for single sign-on, universal directories, but then customer identity. So you can build secure, delightful digital experience for your customers. Maybe you're running a financial application. Maybe you're running a stockbroker. So stuff like that need authentications to make sure that, hey, it is your user that's using your applications. So now let's take a look at charts. So charts, I'm looking for two things. Is it overextended from its moving averages? We can see Okta is right now in a nice healthy uptrend. And right now it is sitting nicely at its moving averages. We see a nice amount of volume being built up around here, but we see a lot of volume around these prices of $213. So I wanna say if we ever reach somewhere around there, maybe even here in the $230, that would definitely be a super strong buying opportunity. But I do believe right now, I like I said, I'm a weekly investor, a dollar cost average. So I'm not here trying to time the market. When I get my money, it automatically gets put to work on companies that I believe will do better than the market. Okta is one that's looking really good for me right now. So if we take a look, revenue, the the revenue has increased dramatically, but they are not positive in earnings right now, but they do have positive cash flow from operations. In my opinion, I, I am more of a cash flow guy opposed to actual earnings guy. And just because cash flow from the cash flow is what is the true money moving into the business. Earnings obviously is you is important, but to me, like I mentioned, cash flow from operations or just cash flow in general is probably a better indicator of a company's um, process going on so in the past in the next three to five years octa is expected to grow 27.4 percent on average again this is another hyper growth stock if we take a look at their balance sheet they have about 2.5 billion dollars in cash and about 1.7 billion dollars in debt so this is a decent balance sheet not the strongest i've seen but not the weakest remember they are positive in cash flow from operations so they have money working for their everyday business they also have a lot more cash than they do debt so that's another great news so this is again a good balance sheet not the best um if we take a look at historical revenue growth it for the past eight 10 quarters this company has been growing revenue over 40 percent in the recent quarter was 42 the one before that was another 42 the one before that was 46 and the one before that was 44 so i want to say on average probably for the past 
four quarters it has grown its revenue on average about 44 percent we can see that though even COVID has kind of pushed this working from home it hasn't really made this company's quarterly revenue jump dramatically so i wouldn't really call it a COVID play um, because it didn't see much of that revenue growth like we saw in zoom so regardless of COVID or not this is going to continue to be a strong grower now i want to take a look at at their margins we can see right they're not expected to be profitable anytime soon and they have strong gross margins of about 73.8 percent next let's take a look at cash flow so for the past 12 months we can see as revenue is going up we're seeing that increase of net cash flow from operations we're also seeing this increase of operating cash flow margins their margins are now up to 12 percent and their free cash flow margins are up to 12.12 percent as well so we're seeing strong operating cash flow margins strong free cash flow margins and we're seeing improvements there as revenue is also improving so i do believe very similar to zoom the major risk with this is just going to be huge volatility especially with the with the nice returns it has done in 2020 um but right we're in the new year the business is still seems strong so they're still seeing strong revenue growth and analysts still expect strong revenue growth so this still seems like a great company to me and the third company is probably one you guys are most likely getting tired of me talking about but that's okay because this is probably one of my favorite stocks for the future and this is nvidia ticker nvda right now it has a market cap of 328 billion dollars for those that are not familiar with nvidia they pretty much create the graphics cards that run the world they hit the the four four amazing markets but my two favorite markets that they're hitting are the gaming market the data center market here in the data center market they're hitting things like high power high process computing the clouding market they're hitting also artificial machine learning they're also in the pro visualization and in the self-driving auto business as well so again really strong company one of my favorite companies right now let's take a look at price performance in the past year the stock has gone up over 118 percent and right now it is down about 10 9 percent from its all-time highs sitting at a price of 531 dollars you might be like jose you're only talking about stocks in the hundreds of dollars if you're in if you're here in the united states and you don't have a broker with fractional shares and you have a stock portfolio of less than even two hundred thousand dollars and you're not using fractional shares there's something wrong that you're doing fractional shares in my opinion is probably the best thing for us little guys below 200 300 dollars account even especially if you have an account less than ten thousand dollars and you don't have fractional shares right now again change brokers that would probably be my number one tip so nvidia is expected to grow 14.6 percent on average for the next three to five years this one is profitable and they do have strong cash flow from operations earnings are continuing to go up one of the biggest gains right now with nvidia is the overall push in artificial intelligence the overall push in data sensors obviously with bitcoin prices going up right now their gpus are used for mining so we might see a huge uh we might see a bit of revenue boost because of that 
um, for the short term of things. But this is a company that's just continuing, continuing to evolve into a stronger company every time I read about it. So now let's take a look at historical revenue growth. In, tw- in the most recent quarter, it grew its revenue 56%. The one before that, 49%. The one before that, 38%. The one before that, 40%. So strong revenue growth for the past year. If we take a look at their margins, trailing 12 months, gross margins are high, 62.6%. This is actually pretty impressive. Um, for a hardware company to have gross margins at this level, that is insane, in, in my opinion. So this is a very strong company, and profit margins are 25.9%. They're keeping about one-fourth of their money. Next, let's take a look at cash flow from operations. We're seeing as revenue is going up, that cash flow from operation is increasing, rightfully so, how it should be. And right now, they have margins of about 35.3%. They're keeping a lot of money. Their free cash flow margins of 28.63%. Again, a, mon- a, a money making machine, pretty much like the other two. Cash flow, in my opinion, is king and will continue to be king for the upcoming years. My biggest risk for Nvidia is going to probably be the same as the other. Many people might consider this overvalued, might consider these overgrowth, right? Um, overvalued. And that's okay, right? I'm not here trying to force you guys to buy any of these stocks. I'm just telling you what I'm buying and why I'm purchasing these stocks. If you think they're overvalued, then obviously don't buy them. Um, but I do believe all of these are going to give me better returns than the overall market. They're strong balance sheet. They have strong revenue growth. They have strong cash flow statements. They're in great markets and markets that I believe will continue to grow. So I do hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to hit the thumbs up. And if you guys want to ask me personal, uh, if you guys want to ask me questions, I am streaming on Twitch every Mondays and Tuesdays at 8.30 Eastern time. And I am going to be streaming this weekend on Sunday. I'm not sure around the time yet, but it'll be in the morning, maybe around 9, 10 o'clock Eastern time in the morning. For those that might be international and my regular streams might be a little too late for you guys so i hope to see you guys there there i pretty much just do videos on whatever you guys want me to look at we do in-depth analysis like we did today right this is uh, i i don't think there's many youtubers that kind of talk the way i talk right now that do the type of analysis i do um and here i'm here for the education of this and like i said if you guys want to learn more about this and, and learn how i do these right it took me about 30 minutes to talk about margins to talk about revenue growth, to talk about the market, to talk about their balance sheet. And this is all through experience. So make sure to check out my Patreon to learn more. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.